to Morning Prayer. It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and it is Tuesday, October the 18th. And so we welcome you in today. I pray that all is well uh, with you and that uh, you, are, uh, do, you are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And so if that's the case, then you're doing well. Amen. We are doing more than well. Hallelujah. We thank God for the opportunity to come together to pray, uh, learn of him, and uh, so we can start the day out right, or it could be for some, maybe it's the middle of the day. <laughs> uh, you, may be, you may have been up since, you know, four or five, and so uh, it's, it's probably lunchtime for you. But uh, we thank God for the opportunity to be able to come together and to uh, pray according to his word, in line with his word, because we know that is how we get answered prayers. Amen. Glory to God. So as you come in, say hello. I'll greet you uh, and we'll get uh, going here. I was reading in James uh, this morning, James chapter one. And uh, this is a verse of scripture that we're probably all familiar with uh, in James chapter one. In I was reading verse six to eight. Uh, it says only, and I'm reading out of the Amplified Classic. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. I'll read out of the Amplified Classic. It says, uh, James one, verse six, only it must be in faith that he asks with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. For the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts, is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. For being as he is a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute, he is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, feels and decides. Uh, this verse of scripture in James chapter 1, verse 6 to 8 uh, is a powerful verse of scripture because it really shows us how um, an individual can be can uh, talk themselves out of receiving from God or think themselves out of receiving from God. Good morning and happy Tuesday to you, Ivan. God bless you. Um, and so we see here in this in this chapter in James chapter one. It starts off talking about the context of this, uh, starts off talking about um, enduring and steadfastness under uh, challenges, trials, tests, tribulations. Remember, Jesus said, in this world, we will have tribulations and tests. And then he said, but, thank God, but I have overcome the world. And what that scripture verse means is I have robbed it of its power uh, to hurt you uh, or to overcome you. And so, and we're in him. So 
we have that victory that he has. Uh, but he said, you're going to have those things in this world. And so this verse of scripture, uh, James 1, 6 to 8, is in this context. It's in this uh, place of challenges, in this time of trials and tests and tribulations. It talks about developing and becoming skillful in endurance. It, it talks about enduring, remaining, uh, and, and it, it talks about being uh, cheerfully enduring, uh, not just going through this with, you know, uh, complaining and all of that. Uh, and, and then it talks about asking and wavering. So it's in the middle of all this. It's not when things are going great and fine and everything. That's, that's not really, you know, what counts. It's when the rubber meets the road and when, uh, the, the opportunity to waver comes, uh, that's what matters. That's when it matters. That's when you find out if your uh, if the word is established in your heart or not, that's when you find out. And it's interesting because I was reading James chapter one, six to eight, and I was kind of looking it up in the Greek lexicon. And it says that that person that wavers, that's double-minded, they vacillate and it's, they liken it to spiritual schizophrenia. <laughs> like they're a spiritual schizophrenic, which a, a schizophrenia is a disorder that affects a person's ability to think, feel, and behave clearly. And if you think about it, how do you know? How do you know? Uh, Paul said in Philippians chapter four, uh, in Philippians chapter four, I wrote that down this verse because I think it's important. Uh, in Philippians chapter four, verse 11, Paul said, I have learned how to be content, how to be content, um, you know, in whatever state I'm in. And, and what he said there is he learned how to be undisturbed and sound. And, and this is what endurance looks like. This is what it means to endure. To, to, uh, and, and he learned this, he became skillful in this, uh, and, and, and as a result, he was able to receive the full flow of all that God had prearranged for him, even in that time of, uh, you know, test and trial, but a spiritual schizophrenic, how do you know if someone is disturbed? You know, sometimes you'll see it in their actions, right? You'll see their actions aren't what you would typically see. And so you go, oh no, there's a problem there. Um, but sometimes if the person is sitting still and quiet, they could be very undisturbed. They could be schizophrenic and you wouldn't know. Good morning, Eric. God bless you. You wouldn't know until a behavior or if they open their mouth to speak. And then their words would be an indication of where their mind is, right? And so uh, they may look undisturbed, they may look sound, but when they open their mouths, you see, oh no, there's something there. There's a problem. Something's not right. Yeah. Well, it's the same with spiritual schizophrenia. You may look 
undisturbed and you may be just fine, you know, when nothing else around you. But what are you saying in the time of trial? What are you saying when the situation and the circumstances in front of you change and, and, and there's challenges? Uh, when you open your mouth, is it, are you speaking from a heart that's established in, in the word or are you speaking from a heart that is worried? Uh, a mind that is filled with fear, a mind uh, that is not sound and it is disturbed. Uh, that is someone who needs to develop, good morning, Linwood, God bless you today, in endurance. Uh, because it says uh, that that person who vacillates, who is double-minded, who wavers, that person shouldn't even imagine that they would receive anything from God. And it tells us that God um, meets our needs, our desires, and goes beyond the things that we could imagine. His word says that. He has the power to go beyond our expectation and our imaginations. But this individual stops that flow of answered prayer in their life because they're wavering. Remember, 1 John says this is the confidence that we have in him, a confidence that we know when we pray, he answers. Uh, that confidence is shaken. That's what, first, uh, that's what James 1 verse 6 to 8 is talking about. The person who has two minds, who is double-minded, is unstable, not just in this area of unanswered prayer, but in every area of their lives is what James is saying. And so uh, we don't want to be that person. Uh, when storms come, when situations and challenges arise, we want to be steadfast in our faith. Amen. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. It says that uh, our endurance, we become skillful in our endurance uh, in these times of challenges and trials. If we never had a challenge in our life, if, if everything went the way we wanted it to go, we would never grow and develop because we grow and develop through challenges. We have to be challenged to grow and develop. And Paul said, I have learned to be content and not disturbed. He learned it. He grew skillful in, in those situations uh, so that it said, whatever state I'm in. So Paul had to learn this. And this is the opportunity James chapter one is talking about in those times of tests and trials. This is how we learn to endure. And it says, if we do uh, it says in verse four says that these tests or trials we face will cause us to mature or grow will be developed by fulfilling the necessary process in our spiritual journey and will be lacking nothing, uh, necessary for completeness. Hallelujah. That's the result of enduring through hardship. Uh, and, and becoming skillful at enduring. When we do, we won't go without. That's what it means when it says you'll be perfect and complete. You'll be sound, entire, complete in every part. This is the kind of life that God authored for us. Every prayer answered. 
every prayer answered, not shaken. Uh, it says tossed by the winds, uh, that person that's unsettled and unstable. They're restless. They're unreliable. When things happen, they change their, the way they do things. They don't stick to what they, they don't stick to the plan. They don't stick to the word that they know. They start saying something different. Their behavior looks different. That's an unstable person. But someone who is stable in all their ways is the person whose heart is established and anchored in the word. And who's an example of that in the Bible for us? Well, Abraham. Abraham. In Romans chapter 4, in verse 20, we see there that Abraham stayed in faith. Uh, God gave him a word and gave him a promise and he anchored his faith to that promise and he received it because it says in Romans chapter four, verse 19, he did not weaken in faith. Doubt and unbelief will weaken our faith. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the utter impotence of his own body, which was as good as dead because he was about a hundred years old. Remember God's telling him you're going to have a child. Or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's dead and womb, they didn't have any children because of this. They had no children because Sarah was barren. This is an impossible situation in the natural. Everybody told her you won't have children. And guess what? She didn't have children, but God said, but I said, you will. God always overrides the supernatural will always override the natural. And so the, uh, this is what Abraham learned. And so it said 20, no unbelief or distrust made him waver, doubtingly questioned concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong in this process and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. And it says fully satisfied and assured that God was able and mighty to keep his word and do what he promised. It's easy to say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is what the word of God says. He supplies my needs. He heals my body. You know, when my needs are met and when my body is healed. It's easy to confess that word during that time. That's why we should confess the word during that time. That's why we should read the word when we are well and when we are prosperous and in every day of our lives. Because when the test and trial comes, that's when the opportunity to waver becomes uh, comes into question. That's when it arises, right? The opportunity. And so if we're doing it when all is well, we'll do it when all is not well. And so this is the promise that Abraham stood on. He became skillful in his endurance. His heart was fixed and established. And one translation says he didn't consider the deadness of his womb or uh, the deadness of Sarah's womb or his impotence, he, his age. He didn't, he didn't even consider that. He considered not. And so it's up to us in that time of trial that time when in the time of challenge, what are you considering during that time of test and trial? Are you considering what's in front of you or are you considering what the word of God says about this particular situation? 
he, Jesus robbed the world of its power to harm you. That's what it says in the word of God. It says you will have tests and trials, but I have overcome the world. I have robbed it of its power to harm you. And so if I'll consider that and take my eyes off of what's in front of me, I will not waver. I will cheerfully endure whatever this is and I'll learn and grow and develop and get skillful in enduring and I'll receive the full flow of everything that God has authored for my life. Amen. So that's how we can have confidence. That's how we develop in our confidence. That's why we renew our minds every day with the word of God. You know, there are lots of books and things that will inform you, that will give you information, but the word of God has the power to transform you. Amen. It has the power to transform you and the power to transform you is in the reading of the word, the studying of the word, the application of the word. We may read and study and hear the word, but in applying the word to our lives. And if we'll apply it on the good days, uh, we can, uh, we can go ahead and consider it on the bad days. <laughs> we can consider it and, and have our heart established have it established in our hearts. That's what Jesus means when he said, I will abide in you and you abide in me and let my words abide in you. Let my words sustain you. Let my words help you endure. Let my words help you consider not the situation in front of you, but consider my words, put it in you. Amen. And so that's the place and the position and the posture that we pray out from right? Uh, Abraham said, he said he didn't consider that, but he gave praise and glory to God. Praise and glory to God because he was fully assured. So he gave, you know, when you know that Jesus has robbed the world of the power to harm you, you can give praise and glory to God, no matter what's in front of you. When you know that and know, and being fully assured that God's word will come to pass. That's what it looks like to be what Paul said, content, undisturbed and sound in every state that I'm in. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you that you have a plan for us. And then that plan was made available to us the day we received Jesus, the day we got on the path that you chose for us. And so we thank you for your plan. It's, it's just a plan just for us. You have an individual plan for each and every person. And that plan is part of the bigger plan for your entire body, the body of Christ. And so we thank you, Father, that when we become aware of the path that you have for us, where your plan unfolds, that when we get on the plan, no matter what on the path, no matter what obstacle, no matter what challenge, no matter uh, what trial or test or tribulation is in front of us, no matter what it is that we come up against, we know, Father God, what your word says, because we are people who study and do your word. We are doers of the word 
We let your word abide in us and we abide in your word. And so we know what your word says. We know that you've delivered us from all destruction. That's what it says in your word. He sent his word and healed us and delivered us from all destruction. Yeah, that's what you said. You said that in this world, we have trials and tests, but... You have robbed the world of the power to harm us. You've robbed Satan. You've taken the keys, the authority from him, from death, hell, and the grave. And then in Matthew chapter 19, you handed those keys of authority over to us. And you said, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. And that whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. We initiate that. We are the ones who say, oh, I bind this and I lose it. We take control of it. We take authority over it. We stop letting the devil walk all over us. He's been robbed of all power in our lives. And so devil, we tell you today, we put you in your place. You are under our feet and whatever comes our way, we don't even acknowledge that you are a part of it. We just say, God has robbed you and this world of its power to harm us. And we learn. We learn, we set ourselves in our heart to learn of Jesus and how he got through things. We see that Jesus, when he was tempted, he used the word. He used, it is written against the enemy and he put him in his place. So devil, we put you in your place. We resist you because we are submitted to God. We are submitted to the word. Our mind is submitted. Our body is submitted. Our spirit is submitted to God and we resist the devil with the word of God. We let you know, devil, that you have no power. We parted company a long time ago. When we got on the path that God preordained for us, we parted company with you and you have nothing in us. Just as Jesus said, he has nothing in me. You have nothing in us. We give you no place. We shut the door to you and we keep ourselves from anger. We're not angry at anyone. We forgive. We don't hold any, any, anything against anybody. We hold and harbor no ill feelings. We find no fault in anyone. We release them. We forgive them today. And we receive God's forgiveness in our lives for anything that is standing between him and us. We confess it to the Lord today and we go free. We thank you, Father. You said that if we'll forgive, that you'll forgive us. We'll be able to receive your forgiveness. And before that, you said that if we speak to the mountain, it will be moved. You said whatever we ask in your name to believe that we receive it and we'll have it. And so we ask. You also said if we need wisdom to ask and you give liberally, but that we must ask in faith with nothing wavering. And so we declare right now, we are not those who waver. We are not those who waver, but we stay fixed. We consider Jesus. We consider the word. We consider what you say, and we don't lack for any good thing because we know that it's the father above who withholds nothing good from his children. And so we receive it today. We receive it. We lay hold of it by faith. 
We lay hold of it by faith. And because we don't waver, we don't let go of it. We don't let go of it. Our faith continues to hold on to it, even in the face of opposition, even in the face of trials and tests and challenges. We don't let go of what God has promised us. We don't let go of your promises. We don't let go of your promises because you are faithful to carry out that which you've promised. And so we take steps of faith. We take steps of faith. Huh? They might be small ones. They might be small steps, but every step matters when we take it in faith. Every step counts when we take it in faith. Every step counts when we take it in faith. And it takes us to the place that God has ordained for us. Uh Uh-huh. We're coming into the place that you've ordained for us. Hallelujah. We're walking. Every step is a step of victory when it's a step of faith. Every step is a step of victory when it's a step of faith. Hallelujah. 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 And so we thank you and we give you praise and glory and honor for it today. In the name of Jesus, we declare we have the victory. We have the victory. We have the victory. This is the victory. This is the faith that this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So we take steps of faith, which are steps of victory, steps of victory, every step, every step in faith is a step of victory. So we take our victory today. We take our victory and we take steps every day. We secure more ground every day. We secure more ground every day on that path that you've preordained for us, that path that you authored for us. We take steps every day, every day, every day. We forge more territory. We take more territory. We take it in faith. We take it in faith. We take it in faith in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just as they did when you promised them to, to, to take them into the promised land. And there were small battles and large battles and things that they had to win before they got there. And they did a lot of complaining, a lot of murmuring. Some didn't get to go in the promised land. They just got to take honey from the rock but they didn't go to the land that flowed with milk and honey. They didn't go there. But Father, that's not us. We're not the ones who wavered. They wavered. That's an example for us. We'll not waver. We'll not waver. We'll not complain. We'll not complain. But Father God, we'll take steps of victory. We'll win every, every situation that we come up against because we know that God is on our side. God is in us and God goes before us. And so he leads us, you lead us to victory. Ha ha ha. Hallelujah. Say, I have the victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm taking steps of faith and they are steps of victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Every day I'm getting stronger in faith. Every day I'm learning how to be content and how to be undisturbed. Every day, every situation 
I'm learning, hallelujah, how to endure, cheerfully endure, patiently endure. And I lack for nothing. I lack for nothing. I am sound. I am whole. I am complete in the name of Jesus. And everything that God promised me will surely come to pass in my life in Jesus name. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Established in the word established in faith. Hallelujah. That is our position. That is our posture. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see ourselves. We see ourselves. We imagine what it looks like to have victory in this particular situation that we're facing. We let our minds go there. We let our minds consider the victory. We let our minds wander and and go there and we see victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see it. We see it. We see it with the eyes of faith. And if we'll see it with the eyes of faith, we'll obtain it. We'll lay hold of it with our faith and we'll never let go. We'll never let go. We'll never let go. Hallelujah. In spite of anything around us, we'll never let go. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Oh, she masita maroto sto di brandoro costale breni celebranda. Jutu lida celebrandoro vosuta. We follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. We follow your leading, Holy Spirit. We let us lead. We let you lead. We let you lead. We let you lead us to victory. Hallelujah. In victory, in victory, not just going to the victory, but we go to the victory in victory. (laughs) If that makes sense. Hallelujah. It makes sense to our spirit. Uh, We don't wait to celebrate and rejoice in the Lord and praise him until we get the victory. No, 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 no. In the middle of all of this, we are content. And so we can give glory and praise to God, just as the ones who have gone before us taught us to do. And so we learn, we learn, we learn of you. We learn of your ways. Hallelujah. Glory to God for your ways are higher than men's ways. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's faithful, my friend. He is faithful. He is just. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He, his promises are yes, and we add our amen, our so be it to it. Amen. And that's how we see it come to pass. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for praying with me today. I pray that you have a victorious day. As you walk to victory, stay in victory. Every step of faith that you take is a step of victory. So take that territory. Take more ground every day on the path that God has authored for you. Hallelujah. Have an awesome day.